Hello everybody, my name is Henrik Jarsbæk, I'm a mental performance coach and today we're going to talk about confidence for you goalkeepers. So listen up and you'll probably learn something about being more confident or what you, you should do when you're not feeling confident. And with me today I have uh, <laughs> the the main guys, Alexander and Markus. Welcome to. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about confidence and... I can say something about confidence, but you might also have some good questions about how we can launch this episode. So confidence is something that uh, in our last season, a lot of goalkeepers, they talked about confidence and what is the most important aspect of a goalkeeper. And some people said confidence, especially one of the guys, uh, he used to coach Aaron Ramsdale. And he said that Confidence is one of the most important things, and we can see that Aaron Ramsdale, and like we talked about in our episode with you earlier, Emiliano Martinez, he's also a very confident goalkeeper. So how important is confidence, and how can it help you perform? Yeah, but but uh, all the listeners have uh, heard, read, and, and and think that confidence is, is one of the most important things. So, so maybe it's more appropriate to take the other uh, standpoint and say confidence, confidence is not that important. So, so I don't think confidence for a goalkeeper or any other athlete is, is the most important thing. I think it's most important. What is your abilities without confidence? Because you will be in situations where you don't have confidence. And that, that is exactly where we see uh, what your worth is and, and, and how well you can perform in situations where, yeah, we're not in front. Uh, we're, we're not leading the game three, three to zero. And but but that will give you confidence. But it's more important to see how will you react and what can you, how can you contribute when we are behind uh, two zero in a game. And what can you do? What do you dare to do? Uh, how brave are you actually when you are without confidence and you are having an internal game, an internal mind game where you are doubting yourself. You you don't feel confident. You you start overthinking. That is extremely important to see what. What are you worth here? What can you actually do in, in these situations? And and for me as a coach, I'm a mental performance coach, but if I was a, a coach for a football team, I would rather look at uh, how well are you? How capable are you? What are your abilities when we are behind, when you are having a bad day, when everything is not working for the team and your confidence is low? How good are you here? Yeah, interesting point of view there that kind of took a unexpected turn but yeah we can we can definitely look at that and see many teams whenever they play a confident side like a lower team in the prem playing man city how can they turn over and be confident or like play with confidence even though they're in an unprecious situation we can also look at brentford recently beating liverpool mm. and how well did brentford play and how did liverpool react when they weren't confident and they were down in these situations what do you Think about that. Mm. I think uh, confidence, uh, you need to think about confidence as an emotion. It's just a feeling. And and all feelings can come and go to you. They can be high, they can be low, but you can never be sure that I'm going to have this feeling in, in 30 minutes time. You never, you re never really know. And you can't uh, grasp it, you can't hold on to it. If you try to hold on to a feeling of confidence, you're probably missing out on the important things that you did to earn that s this confidence. So in, in a game, with uh, with two teams, uh, a very good team like Manchester City and uh, uh, a lower tier team, uh, they won't go into the game uh, feeling confident that we can beat Manchester City. 
but they can be confident in their game plan that we're going to do exactly this when we're behind with one or two goals and we're going to do exactly this when uh, when this is going to happen in the game and that will give you some some amount of confidence and also some abilities in yourself because you know exactly what you're going to do when we're behind when we're lacking confidence but for the other team as Manchester City it's um, you can easily go into the game feeling confident because you know uh, factually almost that you're better than the opposing team but uh, what happens in the cup games and you you play a low low t- low tier team and uh, they get a good start and uh, you start maybe doubting yourself um, and then the, the the confidence can can go away and that's uh, where you need to think about confidence in another way for me because if you start thinking about confidence i need to have more confidence now i need i should be more confident in this situation because we are so much better you can't use it for anything you need to look at what gives you and what brings you confidence and that is not thinking about it that's not imagining uh, confidence and that's not visualizing confidence confidence only comes to you when you do something that requires something from you if you do brave uh, place if you do something out of your comfort zone if you succeed with with place confidence come to come to you automatically but if you don't do that and you instead sit uh, or stay on the line as a goalkeeper thinking about former plays or trying to beat yourself up it doesn't really give you an impactful confidence because that confidence can go out the window easily but if you do something specifically and actively on the pitch Nobody can take that confidence away from you, but it requires something. It definitely requires something. And talking about the goalkeeper's perspective, what if you m- you come in and you're a confident g- goalkeeper and you've the first 10 minutes played your game and then suddenly you start to mess up some things and your confidence kind of gets taken away from you. Maybe you make a mistake. It doesn't lead to a goal yet, but maybe you doubt yourself and then you won't play that pass anymore or you won't try go collect that cross. And then you doubted yourself and you stayed on your line from across and then they go up. It's like near the six yard box. So maybe you should go, maybe you shouldn't. And then they score and then your your confidence is really low. How can you pick yourself up and dust yourself off and regain that confidence? Yeah. Um, I'm just going to write what you wrote, Alexander. But um, but um, you, you still need to look at it as a... The mental side, you need to learn to accept whatever it is and, and, and leave it alone. If you're going to play the game while trying to control and uh, change your emotions, you're not going to win the game. So if so, instead, you need to look at what's happening in front of you. What are you actually doing? Your behavior, your attitude and your actions and your plays. Focus on those things because they will also bring you as a byproduct of doing that doing them they will bring you better emotions but um so if 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 you look at a goalkeeper who had uh, difficulties in the first 10 minutes as you said now he starts doing this behavior and these plays where he don't go out in the field he don't play the ball to the number six in the in the in the midfield well that also gives him new emotions and that brings him no nothing close to confidence that that brings more insecurity because now he plays as another performer if he instead would in that situation after 10 or 15 minutes with doubt and and less confidence would still be doing the plays of going out in the field and doing the play to the passing up in the middle then what would happen he would stay the same player and he would do exactly what his role is even though his confidence was fluctuating from from high to low so it's all about in in quotation marks i think it's called uh, it's all about behavior attitude place and action 
focus on them. And of course you can't, like uh, any time of the day or in the game, go out in the, in the field and, and catch the ball. And you can't make a, a 50 meter pass to one of the wingers. You can't always do big things like that, which will bring you confidence, but you can do smaller things. And that is a little bit more complicated, but you can always, you need, you always need to have this uh, goal in front of you that you need to stay active. Because if you're not active, as you are in, in interval play uh, in, in football, th then you can start having an, an enormous amount of thoughts which can deviate from what's actually important for you. But when you stay active and enro enrolled in the play, communicating with the defense, uh, whatever you're doing, but just stay active, then you put yourself in another situation where you're not as vulnerable for uh, suffering from the mental side because you don't have time to think about all of these things, which is not important right now anyways. The amount of confidence you have is not important right now. <laughs> Love it because as, as Alex also said, it, it, it took kind of a turn of events because obviously we were talking about, in the beginning we wanted to talk about oh, how important confidence are as, as a football player, but more, more importantly as a goalkeeper. Um, and I, what really came to my mind was in our previous episode with you, we talked about penalties during the World Cup and we obviously talked about the matchup between Martinez and, and Nuri, where if you ask, I think 90% of the people watching that final would say, oh yeah, Martinez was the most confident of the two. But what triggers my mind here is that people are confident in different ways and people can be confident with being extravagant and be like extraordinary being loud where other people just stay calm and stay calm in themselves and i think that confidence is really a kind of a hard topic to talk about because it's hard to understand because as i was trying to say that a lot of people would think that the loudest person in the room would be the most confident which is not true in, in most cases, in my opinion. And what I really found, find impressive is the people that stay calm in themselves and have the confidence to just be themselves. And I think that's an important aspect within goalkeeping as well. Um, but if we didn't talk about you as a mental performance coach, you have a, a, a football player, or let's say you have a goalkeeper coming to you saying, and like, um, I'm really struggling at the moment. I'm, I'm actually playing, but on the field, I'm not. I'm not confident at all. Um, I can't find my confidence. I'm overthinking every situation, every play I'm doing, every save I have to make. What is your approach in that situation to try to gain confidence in your in your goalkeeper again? Yeah, um, great question. I think there can always be different uh, answers uh, according to the day, but but. If it would be right now, I, I would. I think I would ask, like, what would you do? Um, because right now you don't have a lot of confidence, and you're in a in a difficult situation, uh, and you don't perform, and you don't behave as the normal person and player that you are. Okay, I can understand that. What would you normally do when you had a lot of confidence? So giving you confidence right now, believing yourself, and uh, a lot of good emotions to you. What would that give you? It will give me this and that. I can just be easily. I, I'm not disturbed anymore but what would you start doing yeah then i will start uh, taking some more responsibility then i'll start doing this and that let's talk about the things that you can actually do so so i would say I, I would probably put up like a scheme and say okay right now you're without confidence and without belief in yourself and you start doing this type of behavior you are 
walking into yourself, you're being inwarded, introverted, you, you, you're not uh, outgoing anymore, you're not uh, interacting socially, you, you don't give yourself 100% in the warm-up, you start doing this kind of behavior. And w- but what does that lead to? In, in any situation, will that ever lead to you being the best version of you? No, it will never do that. But what do you do when, when you have a lot of confidence and believe in yourself? I mean, I'm like this, and I do this, and I, I talk like this, I walk like this, I, I do like this. Okay, can we just start doing these practical things? Because these, this, this effort and these actions doesn't require any specific feeling, but they just come naturally to you when you feel confidence and you feel a boost of uh, all good emotions. But we can always do these plays in attitudes, behavior. So if we start doing those, for me, that would actually be the equation where you can see, you can put two lines under the face it under the right uh, face it i don't know if they call that the result result in english uh, in in the math uh, class but if you can do so so what is this might take a little turn but uh, what is mental strength actually so if a player can do all these kind of things in in the in the first scheme when he is confident if he then after whatever three or six months in, in a work with me can start doing the exact same things when he is having difficult emotions, lack of belief in himself, uh, bad emotions, no confidence. If he can do the exact same behavior and play, that is mental strength for me. So, 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 so my opinion is that uh, when when a player like that comes, I, I would break it down easily and say, but what can we just do right now? Because all all thing all things matter. So if you just do something right now, even though you don't feel like doing it, you don't feel motivated. Somebody, somebody don't feel motivated to wake up and do uh, exercise in the morning. Well, okay, well, I can't bring you that motivation and you can't always rely on that. But if you do this uh, exercise and take a run, it will come to you naturally. But if Marcus, if or that player doesn't feel confident right now, what kind of confident behavior can we do right now, even though we don't feel like it? And let's see about it and do some measurement after you've d- done this for like 10 or 15 minutes, because then you will be in another different mental state. Yeah, spot on, and I can talk from from personal experience that when I've been in situations where I haven't been been the starter, that's obviously where you start doubting yourself and your confidence is not as strong as it used to be. And I would have myself going into a, a training session and be like, oh, I have to, to make this great save in order to gain my confidence back, where being older now and looking back at it, and I hope I'll be... <laughs> more wiser now as well I think it comes down to really mastering the basics because if you can't master the basics you can't really make this great save and at the end of the day if you make a great save in, in training that's not what's going to be the, the determining factor of, of your growth as a, as a goalkeeper so I really think that if you twist things around and stop thinking about being great all the time but if you really start thinking about I have to do what what I can do and like I have just to do my task and when I finally have my task done then I can start doing the extraordinary things and start to be a great goalkeeper again because as we've talked about in previous episodes as well um, goalkeeping is a, is a tough situ- uh, position on the field and there's only one player playing in, in, in net so if you are in this situation where you are the second or the third string it's it's gonna be tough, and it's gonna be something that takes toll on your on your confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's a very good advice mentally that you're coming with. Just uh, because 
having the focus um, and maybe the the goal on having a great or magic save that won't bring you that save but but mastering the fundamentals that can lead up to a, an eventual uh, great save that is where your focus needs to be but but many players are they they are missing out on this they 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 don't do it well enough they want to go in there have a clean sheet it's like yeah but but they just scored it's one zero right now it's 10 minutes been played so so now what if it was handball we would change you out because because then we can use another goalkeeper who just wants to be in the present moment right now and perform his best so so having a a goal setting on on a specific result is is fine it's it's okay we all do that i want to be the top score of this i want to have the most clean sheet here i want to have the most saves here it's fine but but that is um that is the first layer and if you want to be pro you can never stop at the first layer you need to be more professional and say okay that is fine this is my dream this is my idea but it can never stop there i need to go deeper in this layer and say what second layer what can i do actually which will bring me the result in the first layer and if you don't do that then it's just uh, yeah, it, it's not a goal actually it's just an idea or a thought if you want to make it specific and uh, pragmatic then then you need to do some some effort about i need to do this uh, on the line i need to be like this i need to activate myself like this and then um, yeah maybe you can reach the the goal of having the great saves and and be the best goalkeeper for you in in this season yeah and i i really think that's why goalkeeping is a fascinating position as well because there is always room for growth and uh, we've been talking about being a second choice and then when you finally regain your your confidence and become a starter again then you experience new struggles and new tasks that you need to overcome which again i can talk about my past season here in, in college where we had a top season i was finally gaining a lot of confidence again i was i was back playing becoming a, an important aspect within the within the roster becoming vice captain all these different factors that was like oh i'm back where i need to be and then season starts and we start losing a few games and it's it, start, it starts coming mentally struggling again and it's it's i think it's something that i think it's in every sport and correct me if i'm wrong but there is always first of all something you can improve on but there is always also something that's gonna conflict with your mentality and your mindset because there is always this trigger in your in your head that you either want to change something or you want to improve something and i think that's what separate the great athletes from from the basic athletes is really that you always want to go for the next step and that's comes down to leads back to the main topic which is confidence and if you are this confident person it's not something you really think about in in your daily work but it's just something something you gain over time and then you you are confident in my opinion yeah i think uh, one of the most difficult thing for uh, not goalkeepers but uh, the second goalkeeper must be that uh, now is your time in the cup or the uh, the, the main goalkeeper is uh, having a penalty so he can't play this game so now is your chance this is probably one of the most uh, difficult performances to have because there's so much expectations and from the outside but also internal in you so the important thing would also be here that you don't need to go out there and say i just need to have a clean sheet i need to be the best version of me that that's very fine but that's still layer number one you, you still need to go into the fundamentals what, what is your job actually to do how do you perform your best so looking back at uh, earlier 
performances uh, how you always have games where you are the best version of you what did you do back then and then try to do some of the same efforts same behavior and same attitude same place try to do the same even though the feelings and the confidence is not the same right now because your confidence won't be sky high right now because you haven't played in 10 games so it's very important that uh, you compete with yourself and just know where you are you haven't played in the last 10 games because you are yeah the second goalkeeper and you're here to yeah to learn the environment and then maybe in the in the future take over for the first goalkeeper but what do you need to do right now because you come from a situation where you've been playing all the games before so this is a new situation but you need to go back into the fundamentals and see what does it require for me as a goalkeeper as a performer to do my best and if you don't do those things then then it's also very very easy to to point fingers at you and saying but how can you expect yourself to go and and play a, an amazing game if you don't do the fundamentals it's a little bit stupid actually it it is and and something that is i think common in goalkeeping and something i've done a lot is compare myself to the other goalkeeper compare myself to others in general uh, which you do like as a human being, you, you compare yourself to others and that's just what's dangerous, especially within goalkeeping, because you can't compare yourself to the other goalkeeper. Let's say it's me versus Cotois, right? He's massive. I'm small. How, how can I compare myself to him? We don't have the same capabilities or abilities. So I need to compare myself with myself in order to, to try and perform and gain confidence. And something that can be done is definitely, as you mentioned, uh, look at how you played in other games you can't just say okay against this team i played good i just have to do the same it's not i just have to do this as you said you have to go in look at how you felt in that moment what were you doing how was your preparation how can you try and prepare the same way and what will you do if anything goes wrong um so for example let's say that the game where you played really well and you want to play the same it was sunny and 25 degrees and this time it's 15 degrees and rainy and uh, a rainy night in Stoke, let's say that. Mm -hmm. And how can you be comfortable and confident in an unnatural environment? How can you, how can you still be there? What is some tips for doing that? So the question is, how can you be confident in a situation where you're not confident? You can say that. Yeah. Uh, or in okay. an uncom out of your comfort zone, for example. If you want, okay. Um, if you need, if you want to be confident in uh, outside of your comfort zone, you four thousand percent need to be sure what you need to do and what what is your plan, what is your game plan. Because if you don't do that, th then you you will deviate and then you will be extremely vulnerable for for changes. As the goalkeeper Martinez did in the, in the World Cup final, you'll be. It's just if if you take in too many informations, it's just a sign that you're not safe and secure enough in your own process you, you don't know what you need to do and then you can be lucky of course but but that's just yes that's just luck if you go go with the flow and see what happens and then you turn out to play great because i didn't prepare anything i just went with it and, and saw what happened yeah sometimes it works but it's also working sometimes when you play poker and you tilt and you just say hey all in and then you work then you win sometimes but in the big run you don't win so you always need to prepare yourself like as as you also said what will i do when uh, I know that I'm shaking a little bit and I'm actually a little bit afraid of, of the corners or the, 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 the tall striker here, what will I do in this situation? Because I know I'm going to be a little bit afraid and I don't have the confidence and the willingness or the motivation to go out in the field. Nope, you don't. 
But what will you do still when you don't have this? This is where we characters are made, honestly. As a, what, what will you do in this situation? And regarding this with comparison and comparing with each other, I don't think there's been a lot of uh, studies and analysis uh, in goalkeepers when you compare yourself, but there has been a lot of studies what happens to people and the confidence and what is more important than confidence, the self-esteem, when you go on social media and you compare yourself to everybody else, you always lose. Even though you're goalkeeper number one, two or three, you probably will lose. Of course, you know you're the best goalkeeper if you're the first goalkeeper, but comparing yourself to others is just, I think it's right to say it's just stupid, but we all do it, but it's still just layer number one. And so, so if you compare yourself to others, you need to, to tell yourself, okay, this is normal and everybody's doing it, and it's also fine that I'm doing it, but it can't stop here. I need to go deeper in the next level again. And what is my process? What am I working on? I'm working on shot stopping right now, on quick feeds, and, and how good am, am I today compared to yesterday and the last week, and what will I do to make it even better tomorrow? If you do those kind of work, then you're not as vulnerable as, oh my God, he's having so many saves, the second goalkeeper, the third goalkeeper, the first goalkeeper right now, because you are safe in your own work, in your own process. But if you don't have your own process, you will look to everybody else. And you read that somebody in, in Tampa Bay, he's doing a new program, and it's like, oh, he, he might have the uh, the Holy Grail. The Holy Grail. <laughs> Holy Grail. <laughs> Holy Grail. <laughs> he, he, he. But it's just a sign that you're, in, it's not a sign that you're insecure, but it's just a sign that you don't, know what you're doing and you're not competing with yourself you're competing against others start competing with yourself and know where you are and do this process and be the, the best version of you in this become the world champion in 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 shop starting right now and then do the best you can in the next four weeks and then e evaluate again and then you can maybe see what other goalkeepers are doing and if you want to start doing this type of practice then do that and do that all in brilliant once again that um, a very good tip here make sure to yeah, work on all this and, and have a game plan for whatever game you're going into. Because not all games are going to be the same. There is uh, things you can control and you can control. We talked about this before. So go back and listen to some other episodes. And Henrik, do you have another challenging question like you yeah. had last time? Oh, I had last uh, time. Yeah, but, but I just, <coughs> I think your question before was what will I do or what will the goalkeeper do in a situation where he's clearly not confident? Mm -hmm. First of all, he still shouldn't focus on being confident mm -hmm. because that will take his focus away from what is important. We don't know if Martinez or Lori were confident. High confidence or low confidence, we don't know, but we only see what they did. So, so still take your focus away from the mental side and the mental side is your emotions, your feelings, your thoughts and your bodily sensations. Let it be, it's, it's much harder to, to, uh, to do than to say. But and then shift your focus to what you will actually do in the next situation. You can always do something in, in, in the next action, in the next play, in the next one minute. You can always do something here. It can also be the next 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. But if you do that, you're, you, you are aware and you are, you're in the present moment. And that is where you're best. And that is also where you can get closer into being in some kind of flow state mentally. Where do all performers, goalkeepers, football players, musicians, where do we perform the best? Always when in the state of flow. But how will, we get, how will we get into the flow? By feeling more confident or listening, listening to somebody saying something, something motivating to us? No, it's about doing something. So we can only work ourselves into a flow state. And when you are in the flow state, you just perform naturally and you're unbothered. But you can never think or feel yourself into a flow state, but you can act yourself into it if you do something in the present moment. So it's all about doing something right now. 
yeah and, and um, i think that goes along with um also like being able to play and do something in the game like unconscious uh like you do it you've done it so many times so you can always do it again and, and not overthink it you just do it by by default like doing these saves doing these passes and all all that being in that flow state that is definitely something and, and goalkeepers shouldn't think about what happened think about uh, 10 minutes ahead but think about like that next play as you just mentioned like that those next 10 seconds that is the very good key phrase from Henrik yeah so a quick question go ahead <laughs> and I don't know if we're gonna start with Alexander or Marcus but it's gonna be easier to be number two for the answer I think but who's gonna be first up <laughs> it's gonna be Marcus. Marcus I'll do it okay Marcus um, maybe what will you do or what will you advise the listener to do in the next coming situation where he's not feeling confident he's actually out of his comfort zone he's shaking a little bit and he's 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 thinking about er- everything else and he's may- maybe also thinking about worst case scenarios that if I don't do this well it's gonna go wrong I'm gonna lose my scholarship he's having a lot of negative thoughts and he's not feeling confident what will your quick advice be to him? So we're talking in-game situation. Let's let's start outside of the game. Outside of the game, so yeah. in, in practice or just in, in general life? Yeah, just in uh, before practice maybe. Yeah. Before practice. Yeah. Also coming into a session where you might not feel conf- confident and like you are worried about what's going to gonna happen in this training session. Um, and I'm not going to lie, I've, I've been in that situation and I probably didn't handle it the the way I should have and I was I was starting to overthink things and I was like oh what drill are we going to start out with um, first of all my first worry would be oh if I don't master the workout uh, not the workout the warm-up it's mm-hmm. gonna start being an awful session straight away mm-hmm. instead of really thinking the other way around twisting your mind to saying okay we always start with a with a warm-up so focus on that and do the basics in the warm-up, get warm, get ready, get your mind ready. And then when you go into the first drill, either with the goalkeepers or with the team, just focus on each ball. Let's say you are in a, in a, in a goalkeeper session. Um, you usually start out with, with something basic. Um, back in the days, it was starting out with 10 minutes of uh, what is to the hand. It's, it's obviously changed nowadays. But um, back then, I would just focus on catching every single ball and I think that's the most important aspect because when you do that, then you're already in in a mindset where you don't overthink outside factors. You just think about this ball that is in front of you. And as us goalkeepers, the most important task is to save it. So if you do it step by step instead of overthinking, like let's say the last drill of the session is going to be um, full-size game, full game, um, then you start overthinking, oh, what if I have a 1v1 against our starting strike, or what if there is a corner? I'm not that confident in corners. Should I go out for it when it comes? No, don't go that far. Don't get up ahead of yourself, but be in the moment and focus on the task you have right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe. If it's in-game, and the goalkeeper is saying to his goalkeeper coach that uh, honestly 
t tell the other goalkeeper to warm up because I, I'm not where I should be. I, I have no confidence at all, and I, and I think I, you should actually just substitute me. What will you say to him, Alexander? That's difficult. Uh, so I would I would tell him. Uh, first of all, I have to know the guy. I have to know what response I have to give to him. Either it's a it's a get your shit together, or it's like hey, it's all right. Uh, just focus on the next play. Stay in your mind. You don't have to do ex everything extravagant. Just play your game. You don't have to change anything. This is just another game. Play the way you usually do. Play the way you play in practice, and and do the best you can. And I believe in you. Stay. Stay, stay focused. Uh, stay, stay in your own force. Don't think about what just happened. The goal. Nobody cares. It's over. It's done. Think about the next play. I, I think that's, yeah. yeah. And I have, I have to know the guy. Yeah. And that's also something we've talked about in a lot of episodes. Is this that goalkeeper coaches are now also kind of mentors, uh, because they need to know their goalkeeper. Uh, and we actually yeah. saw um, Emiliano Martinez's old goalkeeper coach Neil Cutler uh, having a call with him after the final even though he's not at Villa anymore, the goalkeeper coach, but he had apparently such a tremendous mm -hmm. impact on Martinez. So you can see that, that the importance of having a goalkeeper coach and a mentor in the same person mm. is super important. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I think uh, regarding uh, the uh, recipe for success is that if you have a case like that, mm -hmm. um, the, the first step for the coach or just the team player is also just say, I, I feel you, I can understand that. It's if if the goalkeeper is saying to you, um, I don't feel confident. The, the the immediate answer for many will be, but you should be confident. You're an extremely good goalkeeper. Yeah. But that's just making him feel uh, feel that he's um, failing even more. Mm -hmm. It's better to say, ah, I, I can understand that you don't feel confident right now. Yeah, I also know how it is to to lose your confidence. But if you break it down right now in step two, what can you do actually right now from here? What could be possible solutions right now? doesn't matter if we play a good game, doesn't matter if we win, but just what can we do in small steps right now? So the first part is always just to give a clap on the shoulder and say, I understand, I can mm -hmm. feel you, because otherwise they just start beating themselves up more. And it's just very nice to to say that uh, I'm actually a little bit nervous before before this game. And then the, the coach tell you, no, we can't be nervous. And then it's just like, oh my God, how will I ever perform <laughs> if the coach says it's not allowed to be comfortable? to be to be nervous but if you just say to him it's it's okay to be nervous it's just like no okay it's it's you take it down a notch at least mm -hmm. so i think the recipe for success for many coaches from outside just acknowledge what they're feeling because it's two thousand percent correct to be feeling less confident or more confident or, or nervous in a situation and then break it down in step two what will you do actually right now what can be the first thing you do in the second half yeah, makes sense. That's definitely uh, a great. I think also Marcus talked a little bit about about, but but where are you actually? What is um, how can we analyze uh, what you're doing right now? Because either um, you're a passive contender and you're just waiting to see what happens and you hope for the best, and you do that as a player and also as a goalkeeper sometimes. You can also have a cross coming in from the corner kick and, and hope that some of the defenders are gonna hit it away, but but you're not actively uh, participating. And I think the best advice, uh, yeah, advice also to myself, I, I do a lot of CrossFit and these kind of things. It's just about, but I, are you still contributing to try to win? And how can you win? Maybe you can't win the game, you're behind 4-0, but you can always win something. You can regain, you can win momentum back, you can re-win yourself, you can get yourself back on the feet, you can always win something. So either you're a passive contender or you can actually actively try to compete to win. 
and that is just the the the, the phrase you will have for yourself that how can I win something right now? And the answer for that will be different in diff different situations because in 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 the halftime you need to win something else. In the warm up you need to win something else. In the stop shutting in the in the interval play you need to do something else to, to just win a little bit. But always have that uh, thought in front of you that how can I contribute to win? Because honestly, also if if the coaches could see in your mind and we could analyze and and dissect wh what's happening in, in you and see he's he's trying to compete he's trying to win he's passively contending let's play the other guy then let's play the guy that who's actually trying something and if you're not trying then yeah if it was handball now mm -hmm. it's football we're talking then you should substitute yourself but yeah. i think it's also good for football goalkeepers to think about that mm -hmm. because if you won't compete right now then it 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 the answer is very clear in a mental perspective. It is just you, you're beating yourself up. You're performing against yourself. You're trying to beat down yourself. Mm -hmm. You're not trying to beat your opponent. And that's not when I, where you're going to play the best game you can. Exactly. And that also comes with... So this leads into confidence. You don't have to be confident like Martinez. Joris uh, was probably confident too. Everybody's different. Uh, confidence doesn't look, look the same for each person. So work on yourself and work on the things you can control and try and uh, yeah do all that and as you can hear Henrik is a very clever guy that's why we have now our fourth episode with him if you're ever interested in working with Henrik you can contact us or DM Henrik uh, on HH Mentality he works with a lot of um, top Danish pros so we're just happy that he wanted to to join us once again 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 uh, in our podcast and yeah, Henrik, we, we hope to see you again. And um, thank you for for joining us live for the first time, like having a live podcast, uh, looking each other in the eyes while you talk. It's it's definitely different and something that we want to do more. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It was a pleasure as always.